Welcome to Dice Camera Action in Audio Form. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk. Chris Perkins is the dungeon master for the amazing group of adventurers known as the Waffle Crew. They've been broadcasting on twitch.tv slash dnd at 4 p.m. Pacific time every Tuesday for a while, but we wanted to give fans who prefer to listen in audio form a way to follow their adventures. We're going back to the start of the Waffle Crew's adventures in Barovia and the greater Sword Coast area and publishing them all on this new podcast feed. Going forward, we'll be releasing weekly episodes pulled from the live stream here on the Dice Camera Action RSS. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com for full episode recaps and information about all the NPCs, guest appearances, and adopted pets of the party. For this episode, we'll pick up right when Chris Perkins says hello to the crew. Enjoy this suboptimal party. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Dice Camera Action. Hey! Hey, hey Lamel. Yeah. Hey, hey. Oh, sorry, I came in late. Okay. So when last we left the Waffle Crew, they were in the mines of Iron Slag, having escaped from the clutches of Duke Zalto and his confederates with the aid of a suspicious drow stranger named Cozen Zorlaren. Why, why suspicious? Why indeed. Mm. It's the spider tattoo. The spider tattoo <laughs> on your face. I can't help that. <laughs> Prejudice. Uh, and they did it by crawling up a chimney and getting soot and crap all over them. But then they blocked the top of the chimney to prevent pursuers from following. Uh, thanks in large part to Strix's uh, giant strength, which is now dissipating rapidly. Uh, and they also had an opportunity to take a rest, a much-needed rest, after their harrowing exploits in the depths of Iron Slag. Now, what are they doing in Iron Slag, you ask? It's very simple. Uh, they were sent on a mission by the Dwarven King Harnoff to find stealth. out what the, heck, what the heck the giants are up to. They thought a stealth mission would be the way to go. A recon it, mission. <laughs> simple. Thing, things didn't quite play out that way, but they're all still alive. Um, and... Uh, now they've sort of reached with information given to them by Cozen, a, a dire choice. Having completed their mission and found out that the giants are building a colossus uh, to basically unleash and lay waste to their enemies, they can return to Citadel Advar to tell Harnoth what they've learned, uh, thus completing what he asked them to do. Um, but on the other hand, there are piles of slaves trapped in the depths of Iron Slag, all Duke Zalto's prisoners. Moreover, Cozen has told them that Duke Zalto plans to use, um, plans to release a fire primordial that the drow have delivered into his clutches and uh, trap this primordial in a furnace, an adamantine forge, using it to assemble the Colossus. Uh, and uh, Cozen also told them that the heart of the Colossus can be theoretically melted down by this primordial, triggering a catastrophic explosion. Um, so, as we All begin tonight's session, work. as we begin tonight's session, the choice facing the party is go back to Citadel Adbar or do the heroic thing. <laughs> I don't say I it mean, like that. Option. <laughs> I mean, option three. how do you really define the heroic thing, though? <laughs> or option three is pick a direction and walk and don't yes. walk. Yes, <laughs> right, yes. 
blow off everything, <laughs> start a new campaign in another part of the world. Just let's keep walking. Just you know what, guys? Nope. <laughs> no. Lol, DM. We leave and go to Disneyland. <laughs> Yes. I'm sure so, someone else will take yeah. care of it. <laughs> Someone's gotta. Um, now, did we actually take a, an actual rest slash get the benefits of a rest? So um, now is the time to uh, talk about that. Uh, oh. If you take a short, <laughs> if you take a short one-hour rest, you can spend any hit dice you have remaining to regain right. hit points. Um, or, since some of you, I think, are stripped down to the bone when it comes to your spells and whatnot. You mean oh, everyone? Yeah. You <laughs> might, yes. <laughs> Even DF has run out of spells. At this point. I, I have a single hut left. <laughs> right, and that was important last week because you thought that might be a way to survive a cataclysmic mountain collapse. Mm-hmm. Still keeping that in mind. Just, it's on the table. The I mean, survive it, but then escape it? Yeah. Uh, the good news is you're not only in the presence of a, a very helpful, benevolent drow, um, but also, so hard. also uh, a figure that you were kind of tangentially looking for, a dwarven war hero named Jasper Dimmercasm, is also in your present midst, uh, and he has some clerical ability. He's been very quiet since his rescue, um, uh, but is willing to offer any aid. Jasper, how did you get yourself into this mess? Uh, he tells you, in short, because um, he's not a talkative fellow, that he was leading a patrol that uh, encountered some giants who were digging up a relic in the snowy hills. And they decided to um, uh, get as close as they could to find out what the giants actually had in their possession and were ambushed. Uh, they, were, they were jumped and captured. Uh, and dragged back to Iron Slag to serve as slaves in the mines and the forge. Jasper tried to petition. Uh, actually, they were captured by the Yak Folk first. Uh, Jasper tried to petition for the release of his crew, and the giants would have none of it. Hmm. Was his crew yeah, well, in what, the mines uh, or the Yak Folk village? So uh, they were brought to the Yak Folk village, and some of them were left with the Yak Folk, and others were taken down into the mines and to the slave pens. All right, well, we can at least inform him that his allies in the Yak Folk village were let free. Uh, except for a certain uh, Speliotha, who... Um, all of them were set free. And, wow, and, and, and so roughly at that point when Jasper like notices that Evelyn's got oh, no. Speliotha's sword. And he's like, that's that looks familiar. That belonged to one of my retinue. It sure did. <laughs> Bless her heart. Do you do you tell him that Speliotha died fighting the Akfolk? Yeah, I I say, you know, the the truest beauty in life is to lay down yourself for others and to leave a legacy of of beauty. Don't you think so, Jasper? Jasper concurs. Strix will just yell, she's dead. (laughs) (laughs) She also had a note in her hand saying, give her sword to the nearest paladin when she died. 
Yeah. It's weird right. that she planned that out. <laughs> we had a real special connection. <laughs> that does sound a lot like her. Yes. Well, we need to rest badly. Otherwise, there's no way we're going to get out of here because I'm assuming that we're going to go fix this problem, right? Is this? I mean, gonna... I'm not one to to wait before running headlong into a situation. Oh, we know. But but don't you think we could maybe send for help or something? I mean, Who's all of us on? against an elemental, the dwarves, right, Jasper? Uh. He says, I don't want to get in the middle of your discussions, but if you're asking my advice, I think based on the threat level and the fact that they know we're still here, it could be suicidal to go back down into the forge now. No. We have I mean, a hut. He sort of shakes his head and says, a uh, hut, I, I don't know how that's <laughs> Looks around. Strikes is just like, it's magic. Oh. Pretty sweet hut, I too. I mean... A magic hut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, Evelyn, certainly think it sounds like a great idea to rely on the light of Lathander and just run headlong, but I could see how someone who is not Evelyn would think that, that was a horrible idea <laughs> and maybe shouldn't be done at all. I'm... I'm already assuming that we're going to die. I, I mean, we can't even get out of here. This is, I mean, we're, we're dead at this point. Like, I've, I've rescinded into death. I mean, maybe with that attitude. I always have that attitude. That's exactly. <laughs> oh, is, is it always like this? It's always like this. <laughs> like, I feel like maybe I was a little too hasty in choosing... People to betray my kinsman for. <laughs> yeah, speaking of Cosin, we have a few questions for you. <clears throat> yeah, did you Why? see a bird outside? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Just making sure they're still there. Yeah, he was. Yeah. <laughs> they play a very, very key, crucial role in our escape, without a doubt. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good that he's still out there, then. Good. Same. Cozen, you were part of this team that delivered this fire primordial. I was, with my cousin Virith. Do you just have the one primordial? Are there multiples? Just the one in the flask, Megara. Yes. Right. So I don't some, know if you want to reveal this, but uh, you and your confederates stole it from the Dwarven stronghold of Gontelgrim. Oh, God, I hope they didn't steal anything else. <laughs> we'll, 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 ju- we'll just keep that under that. Yeah. Yep. So this primordial that they need for this furnace to get their Colossus online, there's only, there's only one, just this one that's available. And for some reason, they don't have this primordial. They cannot get this Colossus online. They need only, they need the heat of Megara. That's the right. only thing that's big enough that will, repa- that will allow the Colossus to function. So if there's no Megara, there's no Colossus. No Megara, no Colossus. But Megara is also the only thing that can destroy it. Do we have to destroy it or can, can't we just maybe acquire it? I mean, so long as it's not functioning. 
so long as it's not capable of rampaging out into the countryside, destroying the dwarves who hired you, and enslaving anyone who's still alive, you're probably fine. A little-known fact, uh, you would know this, Cozen, is there was a time in the history of the realms when Megara... um, What was that? Uh, Where Megara almost escaped. Mm. Uh, She... um, thanks to some intervention, slipped, three, slipped free of her bonds under Gontelgrim and rampaged, and it triggered the volcanic eruption of Mount Hotanau, which nearly destroyed the city of Neverwinter. I am going to relay that information to my companions, hopefully as a means of indicating how very serious it is that, they, that Megara should be prevented from running loose. Also, it's clear that a creature of this size and strength can't be tamed very easily. Duke Zalto might be having some trouble binding it to his service, but given time, he will, and the Colossus will wake. And kill everyone, right? Everywhere. Kill everyone. uh, Kill the lucky ones. The unlucky ones will survive to be enslaved. The fire giant's empire will grow, and uh, yeah, that'll be a problem. Have we have we looked into? Now, hear me out. Potentially befriending this colossus. It's a construct because things that we become friends with tend to die <laughs> real fast. So that might be the easiest course of action. Quite, also, Paulton's real good with constructs. Mm-hmm. Great track record. Mm-hmm. I quietly take a moment to reflect on this information that people who befriend these people die. <laughs> yeah, Jasper, who's been silent up to this point, his eyes just get wide. <laughs> yeah. I just kind of stare out into the darkness for just, just long enough. And then comfort Jasper and be like, well, we're dead already. Everyone's dead. We're all, we're all dead. No, 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 don't, don't worry. Um, I, I don't consider us friends yet, so you're fine. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Next question for you, Cozen. Mm-hmm. You were here to deliver this fire primordial. It was clear that from your companions, that was your one goal. That is why you were here. And then suddenly you went against that directive. Explain yourself. I am not interested in dwarves, and I'm not interested in fire giants, and I'm not interested in what happens past this mountain. Seeing my cousin fail, I am very interested in. I believe him. That's why don't you like your cousin? Because they're drow. They don't like anyone related to them. Do you like me? I give Evelyn a, a wink. <laughs> <laughs> well, one, of, one of those famous cousin Zorlan. Yeah. And we're dead. <laughs> so what you're Evelyn saying feels is... feels much better. So what you're saying is, if for whatever reason we get this fire primordial, prevent it from being used on this colossus, that will cause your cousin to fail, and that's really all you want in life. Oh, I want more than that. But I don't want anything that we don't both want. 
i.e. to stop a colossus from destroying everything. I mean, the big question is, we're going to go back down the chimney or not? I don't think I'm strong enough to get us back down the chimney again. Look, we only need to obtain the flask itself, right? So long as the flask is out of Zoltan's power, he can't bind Megara. What they you have to sleep it? sometime. We could go on a stealth mission. <laughs> <laughs> Shrex is just going to start crying, laying on the ground. Right. going to try and rest while everyone's talking. Absently dry her tears with Jasper's beard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what you do with the flask after you have it doesn't interest me. Give it back to the dwarves if you want. Keep it for yourself. I don't really care. Blow up the mountain. That's fine. So long as it's not in the hands of the giants, Vireth fails, Kozin succeeds, no one dies. No one who we don't want dead dies. Jasper, if you got yourself outside of this mountain, would you be able to find your way back to Citadel to Adbar? Oh, yeah. Easily. And I'll take with me anyone who wants to come along. Wonderful. Even her. He points to Strix. <laughs> God! <laughs> Why is everyone so mean to me? I give her a hug. Don't. <laughs> well, right. it seems very clear that we need to rest either way. Should we do that first? Uh, are, you, are you guys like still super injured? I'd imagine. I'm already uh, injured. Yeah, and yeah. covered in soup. <laughs> and, not wearing, and not wearing any armor. And you should put that back on. Yeah, Strix, could you give us some quick precipitation and maybe... Okay, I'll clean clean, everyone clean up. up. I'll <laughs> clean everyone up reluctantly, yeah. except okay. for myself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and which I'll just, like, add some more dirt. <laughs> um, that armor, the magic armor is gone, gone. right? Yeah, that was uh, shed by a crack once again down on the foundry floor, down in the assembly hall. Um, and left there. Um, but you do have your own armor. I miss that armor. Don't have we all? Give me some of that. All right. Uh, Jasper says he's happy to stand watch while you rest. Although he looks pretty bad beat to shit, too. I don't need to rest. Aw. I am actually a-okay. Well, fancy you. That's really nice of you. All right, you stand watch. Right. I'm going to sleep. And Evelyn lays down exactly where she is. Okay. <laughs> do what you need to. Uh, restore your wounds, Jasper. Anything you could do to help heal them would be great. If you guys can get back some of your magic powers, awesome. You'll need, back, need that for your trip back to Adbar. As soon as you're ready, all of you go. I'm going back to the forest. I'm not, no, no, stop. Stop oh. talking. No. No. You're not doing that by yourself. That's ridiculous. I'm the only one who can. I can turn into a cloud. Paulton can go invisible. Yeah, and we did that the first time we showed up. And looked what happened. We got into this mess. Things Strix got is just going to poignantly look at Evelyn. She's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Evelyn can't come. Every time she does it, <laughs> it ruins everything. Oh. Is it because when she walks, it sounds like this? <laughs> I fly, it sounds like this. 
<laughs> but not it doesn't I can turn into a cloud. I can turn you into a cloud. We can escape through anything. You can't grab a flask as a cloud. You it, it'll turn into a cloud when it's on you. As long as you're holding it, it also becomes a cloud. It's a cloud, but it's like a cloud of everything with the cloud. Like you're not just naked when you uncloud. That would be really unfortunate. I'm just saying. You have I'm going take- with you. And she's going to fall asleep and close her ears and go. Doo, 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 doo. We already tried one stealth mission. And last I checked, all three of you almost died. I can turn into a cloud. I'm it's fine. I can't turn into a mammoth anymore, though. Sorry. Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> you can ruminate about that while Strix goes to sleep. Look, I know I can do this. A point I feel I should share since we're friends and all. Wink. Wink. Um, you, if it were just fire giants, perhaps. But Vereth knows about our treachery now. Chances are she knows that the fate of her test hangs in the balance. So she'll probably be looking for us. <sighs> I'm still on the ground going, dude, well, you know, we could go get the slaves and free them, maybe. I'm sure Evelyn would love that. do I'm ready to Damn run it. away at any point. I'm literally ready to <laughs> run away. I, I, I've, I've just, you know, I just figured since we're already dead, there's no reason to run because it'll just be more death. Right. While, uh, while you're talking, uh, Waffle seems to have found a way out of her harness and is coming over just to sit in your lap. God damn it. <laughs> oh, I was cuddling her while I sleep. <laughs> I'll just like pat Waffles. They're like, well, we have to get waffles out of here because I don't want this little owl bear exploding in this mountain. Right. I'm sure Jasper will be able to safely get waffles back. What do you think, Jasper? All like side I am. Um, he, he, the dwarf sort of looks and kind of throws his brow and tilts his head. It's like not really understanding the significance that you place upon this creature. Um, but he says, yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> sure isn't good enough, Jasper. Leave I want some snacks or something to help entice waffles. Um, yeah. <sighs> or simpler yet, just go with him. I'm not going with him. And what? Go back down there where you'll probably die again. I'm not. I, I can be a cloud. Owl bears are quite dangerous, you know. Not this one. They're like wizard experiments gone awry. I'll just like squish Waffle's face. Just be <laughs> not this one. <laughs> not that anyone asked, but the idea of a stealth mission isn't terrible. It seems like you guys seem to fail more when you're all together. Oh, come on. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Against all but, laws of party dynamics. But there's also the idea that a distraction could always benefit. So perhaps if this human, I gesture to DF, goes for the flask while the rest of you I gesture to the other humans or and the human with horns. I I caused some problems. He might stand a better chance. That's something I could do. I could cause problems. 
Sure can. If you guys can get to the front large doors and get those open, that would at least provide a place for me to escape after I grab the flask. Because getting in isn't the difficult part, it's the getting out. And after using this chimney, something tells me they're not going to let us do this again. Probably not. Oh. Evelyn, make a perception check. Fifteen. Yeah. Um, as you're as you're sleeping uh, fairly lightly near the um, near the rock that covers the chimney, uh, you're awakened by what appears to be the the sound of something in the chimney shaft underneath the rock. Uh, you you heard what you thought, and this is why it sort of uh, caused you to. Awaken momentarily with a start, uh, a swear word. <laughs> <laughs> Evelyn heard By a swear. By the name of Lathander. <laughs> <laughs> then he realized it must, have, it must have come from something underneath the, the rock plug that you put on top of the hole. Did I recognize the voice or anything? Um, it, it sounded kind of... Uh, a little bit sleazy. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> a little bit sleazy. Uh, yeah, um, but you don't recognize the voice now. There is I. someone underneath the rock trying to come up here already. Hmm. Just I look go- over at Cozen. Don't look at me, ma'am. Uh, and they said, swear word. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if she identified it as a swear word, it's probably not Virith. No, it's probably uh, Zadath. Zadath? Yeah. Is he one of mine? He's one of yours. And oh, he, well. he, he swears like, a, like you wouldn't believe. All right. Um, I, I asked her to describe the voice to me. It sounded kind of sleazy. Not that, that I'm one to judge. Does that jive with what I know about Zadath? Uh, well, um, you're not you're not really sure. Uh, the frame of reference is, um, I mean, I mean, it's approaching us, so I'm down. Yes. To, I'm down to kill yes. no matter what. Uh, I, uh, c- I certainly, put my mouth- certainly, you know that the none of the drow, none of your fellow drow, would have any problem scaling the shaft, mm. um, which would be too small for anything like a giant. Uh, well, I, I go to the bottom of the rock and I say, I heard that. Are you awesome. sorry for saying that? Are you good or bad? You've awesome. Up. awesome. You, get, you awesome. get no response. Awesome. I, I, I think we should probably kill it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it said it's not sorry. It has to die. I sit on top of the rock just to make sure that it okay. doesn't get pushed off. <laughs> Perfect. Adding adding the whatever, 50 pounds of weight to the 3,500 pound <laughs> rock. I'm carrying yeah. a lot of weapons. Most of my weight is from the weapons. True enough. Right. I glance at Diath and say, if it is one of mine, he's he knows we're here now and he'll report back to Virith, who will report back to the giants. Things are going to get ugly. Or we kill him. 
I, always I think, think we should we, probably kill it. I always think we move this rock and then capture them. It's fine too. Capture, torture. You know, we we love capture. This. Capture and not torture? Right. Huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. I can move the rock. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Or, or we just get out of here. Uh, one less drow is one less problem, and one less problem in between you and the flask. All right, everyone up. Take positions. Evelyn, move the rock. As soon as he gets out of here, we jump him. Do everything you can to subdue him. Okay. And by this point, you have not fully rested. So. Right. Okay. Trix is still sleeping. She hasn't woken up yet. <laughs> Strix, I know you're fake sleeping. Get up. I did not. No, I'm not fake sleeping. <laughs> she says. I, <laughs> I did put my armor back on. Okay. As an FYI. And yep. as soon as I get a chance, I'd like to attune to the heart of Spinelli. Oh, okay. Um, that'll take you about 10 minutes. So I can't do it now, but I'll, I'll do it as soon as we have another 10 minutes. Okay. All Actually, right. I, I'll say I'll say enough time probably passed. You could have taken ten minutes to attune by now. Okay. Yeah. Are you guys ready? She gets in like a <laughs> football stance. Strix hey. has like no spells left, so she's just gonna like hold her staff, like she's just gonna whack someone with it. Yeah. All right, ready? Three, two, one. Lathanders! <laughs> Make a strength athletic trick. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Eleven. Paulton, <laughs> <laughs> could you help? Sure. I'll try to help. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Look, you're probably the strongest out of the rest of us. Uh what is Paulton's strength, by the way? <laughs> Two. Fourteen? Yeah. Fourteen. Wow. Okay. Yeah, you can help. Absolutely. Uh, so uh, if you want to try again, Anna, and you have advantage. Oh. And uh, Jasper can help too. He's, he's a strong dwarf. That time it's 20. Okay. Uh, yes. Uh, you, Paulton, and Jasper push against this rock and it <laughs> grinds across the floor, uh, leaving an opening, um, leaving, leaving visible the shaft underneath, about half of the shaft. Uh, and then Jasper sort of... Um, backs off so he doesn't fall into the hole. Um, he's got short little legs. And then uh, when you look down the shaft, you can see it's dark and sooty like you'd expect it to be, uh, but there is no drow waiting for you. He's invisible, probably. We can do that. He probably can, too. Yep. Wasn't someone going to jump right down there? I can do it. Evelyn, no. So it's a pretty narrow space, right? It's a it's a five foot by five foot square hole um, that you've probably only partially uncovered, uh, mm. but can easily fit down uh, with abundant handholds. It was sort of rough hewn out of the out of the rock. You know that it drops down uh, about twenty feet and then slants at a forty five degree angle. Mm. And we can we can definitely uh, can we see the chimney itself, or is it just completely? impenetrably black no you can see that in your light you can see the chimney all right so he's um, not he's not using his uh, 
Right. And you can see um, that there's evidence of like in the soot on the walls was removed in the places where you guys climbed up. If you weren't flying like Evelyn, you can still see your handholds and whatnot. Um, anybody who cares to can see if there are any new handholds that will require like that require a perception check. I would like to. Okay. Cozen, what was the brow's name again? Z- Zakat? Zadath. Zadath. I'm sorry. They all sound all right. to me. Zadath. Uh, yeah, you can see evidence of a new set of handprints slash footprints in the soot on the, on the walls. Yeah, they like, definitely climbed up. Yeah, I, I whisper to Diath, do you have anything you can throw down there? Anything that might I make throw a nice. rock that I already had in my hand down the chimney right as he says that. Okay, okay, good. That's... That's great. Okay, so you toss as a rock down. As she does that. Not just toss, like I like chuck. Oh, no. All right. As she does that, I'm going to do uh, my, I'm going to do some, I guess like, I don't know what I could use. Just like my best French accent. <laughs> just, <laughs> I go, Zada, we are uh, up here. Uh, I have caught them. We come with the French to the trail. <laughs> And uh, try and convince him that his sister is up there. Uh, yeah, I, I, I add to that. It's I, I, I scream and curse at your <laughs> hope right. convincing her that that's hope to sell the story. Okay. Uh, also, DF, you noticed as as Evelyn hurls the rock down the shaft <laughs> that the handprints and footprints left by this new creature doesn't look like it was grabbing hold of you know on ledges to purchase or anything, but just flat handprints, footprints, like he was literally spider climbing on the walls. Mm-hmm. Um, Relaying anyway. this information to Kozen. You guys yep. can do that, right? Uh, you uh, know that you can't, but Vereth right. is a mage. Vereth uh, is a mage. She could have cast something on him. Yeah, right. you, you actually know that she has the spider climb spell. Right. So she probably did, and you know, not to put a damper on it, but she's probably cast some other helpful stuff on him. Indeed she has. Uh, so, uh, Anna, you cast the rock down. Just roll a d20 for me. <laughs> you hear it clash hard against the stone about 20 feet down, then go tumbling down the shaft. 14. Okay. Um, uh, you hear it clatter, 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 become more faint as it goes. <laughs> you don't. There's no like, boom! Oh, oh. <laughs> no flesh like blood. You're right, exactly. Um, as the rock is cast down, but it goes as far down as you can imagine it goes. Um, um, I didn't my... have to miss. I know you're there. And then, oh. uh, Strix, you've got a deception check. <laughs> um, uh, just roll a straight check. Uh, I'm not going to give. The advantage that you would gain from Kozen helping you is countered by the disadvantage of Vereth not being a complete idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, hold on, let me check. I think I got... Yeah, that's only a nine. Okay. <laughs> that's about a nine accent that I did. That's fine. Yep, you get no response from down below. I tried. Yep. Um, I give up. Do yeah. does uh I have fairy fire and dancing lights. Can mm-hmm. either of those interact with a theoretical invisibility spell? Um like 
if you're saying, can I cast fairy fire on like in? So fairy fire is a like an area a, uh, yeah. that you sort of drop it in, and anything that's invisible will light up within that twenty foot cube. Hell yeah! Um, and you can cast that as far out as you can see, which would be twenty feet down. Mm. You can basically encapsulate this whole vertical section of the shaft if that you're is, still the creature here. That is exactly what I'm going to do. If okay. nothing's there, we can rest and I can right. Uh, yes, you cast the spell, you light up the area, uh, and reveal that there is no invisible creature within range of your sight. Cool. Cool. Well, that was e- extremely useful, what I did. <laughs> that was good to know. Oh. Well, now we can all rest easy. So clearly, whatever creature was up here cursing at the plugged shaft has descended back down into the shaft. Possibly because someone yelled at him. <laughs> Perhaps. Eh. I mean, I, I, I'm just a guest character, but that guy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, might, that might have been. All well, of you, want- how long do you need to recharge and get back any kind of spellcasting abilities? Uh, I can do it once per day, so long yep. rest, I think. Yep. Yeah. But the, we can be invisible in the hut, right? Uh, you're invisible. Doesn't it, doesn't it hide you? Or uh, you can you can make the you can make the hut opaque. Yeah, so um, you'd essentially be in a little darkness area. So technically, uh, we could make it opaque and then also put a silent image of a rock over it in a corner, and then no one would see us. Vereth being a mage, she might be able to look. Maybe she's a bad mage. I mean, she did almost kill us. There you go. You're also asking for a lot of time that we probably don't have. You said this primordial is volatile and difficult to control? Oh, yes. That, that's why Zoltan needs to uh, bind it. And Her, I'm sorry. How exactly does this binding work? That I couldn't... Well, I don't know that. Do I, Chris? Uh, you're not exactly sure. Um Somehow he's got to get the he's got to get Megara from the flask into his adamantine forge. Um, if the adamantine forge itself is a receptacle, he can probably just open the flask inside the forge and trap her inside it. Your best guess. My best. I, you know, if if he can just dump her inside it, we'll know soon enough because we'll all be dead. Okay. It's not like a ritual or anything that takes time. It's just a... It, it could be. You don't know. It could be. I'm not the mage. Damn it. Strix, do you know anything about it? Uh, I can try. I'll do an arcana check. Yeah. Thank you, you were... In the assembly area where the Colossus was it does, does have the big adamantine forge in it, so you at least saw it. You didn't inspect it, but you can make a arcana check. All right. Uh, 14. You're not sure. All right, that's, I don't know. This is, a, this is out of my pay grade. Damn it. Do I get paid? <laughs> <laughs> and snacks. <laughs> well, we just, I don't have any spells. We can't even escape unless we rest. We have to rest. I don't think sleeping in here is going to be that great of an idea. Clearly they know, we're, they know we're here. 
I mean, there is a hut. <laughs> right. You guys really like your huts. Huts oh. also pretty easy to see. All sure, right. they can see it, but not much else. First things first, we need to find an exit out of here and see if there's a way to actually get out of the mountain first. If okay. nothing else, we can at least get Jasper on his way, along with Waffles. We'll meet up with them later. That sounds good. And once we get to the outside, then we can send a distraction force to the front door, try to get them to open that. While myself goes tries to sneak in and obtain this flask and or stop whatever it is they're doing. Now, hopefully, as much injuries as I caused to the Duchess, maybe that will give him some priority. I want to focus on helping her before this damn forge of his. She is missing her fingers. Yeah. Between myself and Evelyn, she's not doing great. Nope. That's true. And as long he... as we're sure that all those slaves aren't going to be in danger while we, while we wait. Because otherwise I'm just going to jump on down there and start saving some people. They are not in danger. They are fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're fine, Evelyn. Jasper right. will actually echo that sentiment and say that it 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 seems that while the the dwarves while the prisoners aren't directly involved in the in the reforging of the colossus they have been making uh, weapons and armor for the fire giants and the fire giants seem to rely on the slaves to do a lot of that grunt work so yeah so they they're not that expendable right still they're gearing up for something. We All right, Diaz. So where do I go now? Outside? Uh, whichever way outside. Am is. I on the distraction force? Yes. <laughs> I love that. So I start. I can help at... with that. Yeah, teammates. Yes, Strix, Evelyn, Paulton, you're going to be on the distraction force. Myself, Cozen. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> Neat. I mean, I would rather. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to be there to see it all crumble. <laughs> I start making up a jingle and I ask Paulton to help me uh, for distraction force. <laughs> distraction force. <laughs> he, I assume, does not oblige. <laughs> well, I'm muted. Yeah, okay. I'm rusty. I've been on the bag by but. <laughs> just, just one. She's thrilled by this. Just after so artistic. Every, after every line. Wait, wait. Okay, do another distraction line. Did a distraction force. Yeah. <laughs> right. Cousin, I know you clearly have some sort of magical ability. I saw the darkness you put out there, and that could be integral as we make our escape. Whatever you guys need to do to get those fire giants to open the door, you do it. So we don't get to rest. <laughs> I mean, I think that's going to be part of it because unless unless you guys are up to full, you're not going to be able to do much. My abilities, my spell-like abilities are spent, so I won't be able to use them without rest either. So we just need to find a place to hide rest. I'm good at that. Right, so... Start digging. If smoke came up this way, the smoke's got to go somewhere, which means there must be some kind of exit out of the mountain from here, so we just need to find where that goes. Let's go! I start going toward the nearest, like... Exit. Exit chimney okay. thing. Any kind of um, feeling, any kind of breeze or the air getting cooler mm -hmm. along any kind of the directions, we're using that as a guide to help make sure that we're going to the correct, the, the correct pathway. Because you said there was two of them. There are two exits, yes. Yeah. 
Yes. Uh, and you can see one of them on closer inspection has more evidence of like smoke passage than the other. Great. We'll follow that one. Okay. Uh, when you head out, uh, you find a, this cave that you're in connects to what appears to be a long abandoned or long spent mine uh, complex. And as you navigate that complex, I like whoever is doing the navigating, which sounds like Dia. Dungeon Delver, yay! Yes, <laughs> to make a to make a wisdom survival check for tracking. <laughs> it's not Evelyn who's singing. It's <laughs> <laughs> Paulton who's using. Castanets. Just, if there are secret doors or traps or whatever, I just yep. want you to know. Okay. Okay. Uh, I said wisdom survival. Wisdom survival. Yeah. All right. Uh, Ten. Okay. Uh, so once you start getting out into the the rest of the mines, it's easy to become disoriented. But one thing you're able to pick up on immediately, Diath, is there's a definite sense that some of the passageways slope upward and a definite sense that some of the passageways slope downward. And, you know, going downward will take you back down probably to the foundry. And going upward will probably take you back up near the Yakful village. Um, okay. Uh, and it doesn't take a, a, you know, a brain surgeon to figure out up or down. So if... Uh, are you leading everybody kind of in an upward area or are you just trying to find a closed off area of the mines where you can hole up? I feel like trying to get to the outside area first. Okay. Yeah. We'll also, can prestidigitation like cover tracks or something? Because I, I want to like cover our tracks behind us. Like, yeah, you could essentially use it like a, like a little broom. Just sort of... Yeah. Sweep, could you just be the, like walking backwards, like finger gunning the tracks? Yeah. Just pew, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes. yeah. So we're, I'm covering our yeah. tracks. Yeah, so you're in the back rank, just covering tracks uh, yeah. as you go, um, doing your best. And uh, DF, at a certain point, you get out of this neglected section of the mine complex where nobody's worked for a while, and you, you break into a tunnel that has mine tracks, which signifies a more... Um, you, you may have actually been in these, these parts before during your initial descent. And if we eventually, see our chalk marks, we'll know. I was just going to say, you stumble upon a chalk mark. I see that, and I say, son of a bitch. <laughs> is it the one that says Lathander sucks <laughs> and uh, following the chalk marks you can make your way back out and along the way you can see branches of the mines uh, that have distant echoey sounds down them of click 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 of um, clatter 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 of sounds like people using picks and stuff others are just dark foreboding and silent and don't look like they've been used in years and a few of them are even boarded up to suggest hey these might be dangerous um, but as you follow your own path that you chalked out uh, you do eventually make it um, without encountering a soul uh, to a stone spiral staircase that you recognize leads up to a small chamber uh, that uh, that is abuts or is next to the big top of the elevator shaft. And you crawl up that spiral staircase, and yes, you are now looking through an archway out into the top of the elevator shaft uh, that was rendered non-functional when the water wheel shattered. And it's a big, spacious, like, room about 80 feet wide, or about 120 feet across with an 80-foot diameter shaft hole in the floor that has this big sort of iron apparatus um, above it uh, to basically suspend the pulleys and the chains and everything else that the winches that were used to activate the elevator. Uh, there is uh, two exits from this chamber. One is the hole in the wall 
with the gear mechanisms that led out to the water wheel that you destroyed. The other is the proper exit, which are the giant doors uh, that stand open, leading out into the Yakvok village. So you are now you are now at the top of the complex. Oh, fresh air and the light of the morning, Lord. Nothing like it. Yeah. Is it and nighttime? All, and it is nighttime outside. <laughs> <laughs> the the evening light of yes. the morning, Lord. And it's actually very, very cold. Um, you can hear through the open doors uh, the blowing of the wind, and actually some snow is blowing in to the room. Oh, well, that's not like we haven't seen that before. <laughs> Are there any buildings left in the Yakvolk village? Uh, you can smell the sound, the, the, the burnt wood smell lingering outside. Uh, there are no active fires. Um, you'd have to walk out into the village because it's just black. Um, you'd have <coughs> to right. go out into the village to actually see if there are any structures that remain. Okay. Yeah, well, I'll lead them to back to the Yakfolk village. I'm looking okay. for any standing structures or mostly standing structures that still have walls up. Okay. I glance around and ask what the hell happened here. <laughs> it was like this when we came here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have uh, wisdom, so I believe that. Yep. <laughs> uh, you can see when you go out into the Yakfolk village that all of the buildings are just burnt out shells. Uh, their roofs uh, burnt off pretty quickly because they were made of um, uh, straw and grass and stuff. Uh, and so there's no effective shelter left out here. Um, That's all right. As long as we got some kind of walls or anything, even just three out of four walls of a room, whatever. Just something that we can put the hut itself in so we're still protected from sight and possible elements or attacks. Okay. Hut inside of a hut. All right. Uh, so the... Do you want it? There's the central hut, which was the largest. It used to be the Yakfolk chief's hut. With the um, naked elves. Uh, with the naked elves. That had the <laughs> naked elves in it. Um, it's got the highest walls, uh, most of which were fashioned from clay and are still more or less intact. Hey, Some, where's that bird? Wasn't he hanging out around here? Yeah, you don't see any signs of Big Bird. God, <laughs> he, he, he must have got tired and went home. Yeah. You call Big Bird. Oh, yeah. Don't do not do that. Why not? <laughs> at, least, at least super helpful. No, uh, he's, he's sleeping. You're he's gonna, sleeping? You're, you're going to disturb him. He's did you, gonna be all, did he's you gonna meet be him? Isn't he nice? Did you guys talk? It, he's a man of few words. It's he's fine. I got I'm waking, waking him up asserts my dominance, so we need to figure out the hierarchy. It's still like a relatively new thing. <laughs> I, 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 I think you're. I think you're at the top. Just a, just on going off instinct. Chris, do I have a way to call this bird? Do I know? Do I know what to do? Uh, you knew. Uh, so you were with Harshnag long enough to figure out how he called the bird, which was with a whistle. Um, now mm-hmm. he's a he was a frost giant, so when he whistled, it it carried like nobody's business. But you are a skilled bard. Uh, you feel like you could easily try to imitate that whistle. Um, you just have to make a performance check to do it. Okay, will do. I will do that performance <laughs> check to see if I can summon my bird. Okay, also, it's fucking cold out here. <laughs> okay. We want the hut. I'll keep yeah. that in mind, but first, I will try <laughs> oh, to come summon on. my well, bird. Well, hold on, Polton. Maybe we shouldn't 
do anything loud or yeah. attention getting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, but that's, I want my bird. That's your well, bird he wants his bird. Yeah, yeah, he'll be waiting for you in the morning. We'll get the bird when we're not trying to get the giants to not kill us. If you summon the bird now while everyone's hunting for you, it'll put the bird in danger. <laughs> Why don't you want me to call my bird? <laughs> I am afraid of birds. <laughs> and you, oh, I, I look at him. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. You seem like the type. All right, <laughs> we can wait till morning. If nothing else, when you need to do distraction, that's when you bring your eagle friend in. Good. Okay. That'd be cool. A great distraction. Yeah, All we right. should count on that distraction. We'll, we'll yeah. plan All on right. having that. Cancel team distraction. We will rely on the birds. Because I, I feel confident yeah. in summoning this bird. Uh-huh. So once we need a distraction, I will call the bird and the bird will come to and it'll be great. I don't mention this out loud, but I do think it and make a mental note that relying, they are relying on the bird <laughs> <laughs> for, a, for a critical part of that plan. Of this plan. So mm-hmm. I, just, I just sort of factor that into my, to what I know Right. Well, go. we. I don't see the problem with that. So, no, it'll work great. It'll cool. Be fantastic. All right. Nothing can go wrong with that. Absolutely. All right. Make, Hult- make the hut. It's cold. Halton, put the hut up. Hut coming up. Uh, hut. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You cast the spell inside the burnt out uh, shell of the chieftain's hut. Um, and uh, when the hut appears around you and Paulton adjusts the temperature, everything is just absolutely comfortable. Yeah. Uh, you probably actually spent a couple minutes clearing the snow that's accumulated out of the way, so you're not like sleeping on a pile of snow when the hut appears. Um, but yes. Uh, and actually, there are some cushions that survived the fire in the chieftain's hut. You could probably dig those out and have them in the hut with you um, when the hut appears. So, Kozen, you marvel as Paulton casts this spell and this dome of force uh, appears around you and suddenly you're in a temperature-controlled environment. Hell yeah, I do. Never seen a hut before. Yeah, Jasper's marveling, marveling at it as well. He <coughs> says, well, I never. <laughs> Evelyn shows them around. This is our hut. You can see here is the middle, and those are the sides. No corners. It's a circle. Paulton likes to keep it nice and warm. He also has some nice light kits to set the mood. Paulton, do you want to show them any of your nice light kits? Oh, I, I mean... Uh, They're I guess, so nice. I guess if we're asking, like, what? Like, <laughs> it's like a freaking strobe party. <laughs> I smile and nod appreciatively. Uh, using my high charisma to disguise the fact that my eyes are glazing over. (laughs) (laughs) Done and done. All right. And so you settle uh, into the hut. Evelyn goes to sleep humming distraction forces jingle. (laughs) Distraction force. Rest as much as you guys need. We'll be protected in this hut. Uh, for the first hour or two, while everyone is resting, I'm going to make just do another comb over of the entire village and see if there is anything that would possibly be of use or of value to myself or for this mission. Oh, okay. Um, make a perception check. All right. Or, or uh, actually, let's say 
Mm. Yeah, perception is probably better for you than intelligence investigation, I'm guessing. Uh, a little bit, yeah. Okay. Well, 19. Okay. Is there anything specific that you're kind of looking for? Uh, uh, anything that I can use as like distraction items. Uh, some C4. Make, make, <laughs> some C4, makeshift caltrops, uh, infrared oh, okay. scanner. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, Potions are super useful. <laughs> any possible lost daggers or throwing knives? Okay. Yeah, you don't find any of those. Um, let's see. You find some bead curtains. That's kind of not useful. Uh, <laughs> we can throw a party for the giants. Yeah. No, take, some, take them for the hut. <laughs> Baskets, uh, some wooden ritual masks. Uh, you find uh, a lying amid the debris in one area is what appears to be a, an, a gold sensor that may have been hanging from a ceiling at one point and then fell. Uh, there's a oven. I thought you... I picked that up. Oh, you might have actually. Yes, you did. It's on my character sheet. Yep. Never mind. Why do you have that? Because it was pretty. It was pretty. <laughs> I have uh, four blocks of incense, a sensor. Bead jewelry and some semi-precious stones that we took All out right. of that ugly mass. Well, then when you're not looking, Strix will eat one of your blocks of incense. What? It's in my bag. <laughs> you stole it out of my pocket. <laughs> to eat. Uh, oh, you find a live pig that didn't get out. Um, oh, yeah. Bring it. Yeah. Bring it um, with us. So, Diaz, the, the pig will uh, make snorty noises at you. <laughs> Uh, how are we doing on rations? Uh, not great, probably. You can you can certainly dig up some rations <laughs> out of the pig. Shit! <laughs> 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 yeah. All right, um, DF, I'd like you to make another perception check. Okay. Mm. Oh. What? Yeah, eleven. You are surprised. Bye. Uh, this amazing <laughs> thing I just found. Yeah. Like, oh, I wouldn't expect to see this here. A friend. <laughs> yes. So as you're as you're uh, you know um, transfixed by the pig momentarily and looking around for other <laughs> things and and dig, and you find some rations, which is great. Your friends will love you. Um, and uh, you are completely surprised when you turn around and there is literally a eight foot tall figure standing next to you, and you see that uh, he's in the night. Very dark, ominous, and looming, and seems to be made up of stone. Uh, just this dark stone shape in front of you with molten golden eyes. And he looks and he says, what are you looking for, my friend? <laughs> Do any, any of us see this? No, nope, he's off. Death is off on his own. I immediately like, jump backwards and pull out the sword, just like instinctually, just that. Ah! <laughs> he says, hey, it's me. I give him one of these. <laughs> I'll get, as soon as when he says that, I'll give him one of these. <laughs> and he says, Crack! Or rather, my true name is Kaharek. But you can call me Crack. This is my true form. What, what do you think? <laughs> I don't understand. What am I looking at? <laughs> sort, sort of way. 
You are looking at a big stone man with uh, eyes of molten gold. Um, he's he's huge. Um, Hmm. All right. And he says, where are your friends? We have work to do. Yes, we do. And they're preparing for it. I was just trying to see if there's anything in here that I could possibly use to help get ready or anything that we can do to... Anything and everything that we can use for our mission. You mission? are taking his truth remarkably well. <laughs> and uh, he says... I will help you if you like. How do I know you're crack? He says, I cannot change my form again today, but tomorrow I will show you and prove it to you. Oh, okay. I can trust you. Until then, take my word for it. Say something that only crack would know. (laughs) (laughs) He says, Dwarves are very useful, I. All right, he said I. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I sometimes forget to add that when I speak in that language, but it's all right. Nobody seems to care. <laughs> so obviously you're not actually a dwarf, Kaharik. Then why that is are you true. here? What are you doing here? He says, as I am sure your friend Paulton will tell you at his earliest convenience, I am here on a mission. It is true. Some false pretenses were involved, and I hid the truth from you that I'm here to recover something here deep within the forge. And you're going to help me do that. Recover? What do you want? (laughs) He says, the iron golem. What? The The iron golem. (laughs) (laughs) No, yes, I understood you. <laughs> you mean the thing that Paulton Strix were controlling to fight the fire giants? That's right. I'm taking it back to Citadel Hyde Park. Where it rightfully belongs. Yeah. All right. Why do you want it? It was made by the Bronze Fire clan. Oh. The giants, they uh, stole it. Yes, that's what they did. Do I believe him? I uh, make an inside check. Oh, I'm up there. Ooh, nineteen. Nope. <laughs> 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 All right, I make mental note of that. Yep. Yeah. Oh, um, with your nineteen, you also notice that despite his sort of casual, kind of cavalier conversational tone that there is an undercurrent of menace that he can't hide uh, about um, what he plans to do once he gets what he wants. Yeah, Uh, so I am acutely aware of this, but I am going to play along uh, as much as I can. I'm just going to go, so I'm like, bronze fire, bronze fire. Uh. There was someone back at Adbar named Bronzefire, wasn't there? You are perhaps referring to Azon Bronzefire, your friend and colleague who gave you shelter and brought you into his home and fed you and has a very nice family. Yeah. He's a senior advisor to the king. Right. So he made this golem and the fire giant stole it? 
That's right. Yes. Oh, all right. And I, as his personal bodyguard, have been sent to get it back. Yeah. We could probably help with that. We've already promised some rewards just for this recon mission, but we could probably get us more if we bring back an extra souvenir. All right. All right. So then what exactly do you need to, from us to help you get this iron golem back? I need some sort of monumental distraction. <laughs> oh, buddy. Distraction, <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> he says, nothing is more important than this mission. There's something. You're absolutely right. Now, he says, <clears throat> my freedom and your continued survival depend on it. Sure does. How would you like to be a part of said monumental distraction and have some fun with it? Sure, whatever. Great. Then in just a few Just hours, think of me as one of your team. <laughs> you got it. This is now, getting a lot of people. Uh, we'll be ready to go in just a few hours. Uh, I'll explain to them like the front door distraction with some of the party members. Uh, while myself and Cozen will sneak inside and retrieve the Iron Golem. Excellent. I will accompany you. Uh, we're trying to do this stealthily, so I feel like your size and strength would be better off at the front door. The he bigger says, front we have at the front door, the more distraction Oh, no, no, no. You, you <laughs> underestimate my sneaky potential. And he says, I have all sorts of abilities which will come in handy. I can make walls of stone. I can pass through solid stone. I can turn to sand. I can turn invisible. I can turn all kinds of funny things. Um, I also have the ability to conjure elementals. Wow. Well, all those things are useful. I am a Tao. Hmm. All right. You don't sleep or anything, do you? No. All right. Well, sadly, the rest of us do. So if you wouldn't mind just waiting here for a while. Once I will stand watch. Perfect. Uh, and I'll go back to where the hut is and keep them outside. It's like, make sure no one, else, no one finds us. If someone does alert us right away, we'll assist in subduing him. But the rest of us, we need to get some sleep and restore our magics before we get back into the forge. He even sleepily hums distraction force. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so those of you who haven't quite nodded off yet, including probably Kozen, who doesn't sleep either, um, can see this hulking figure accompanying Diaz back to the Waffle Hut. Uh, this this big stone. Oh, I don't man. want him. In, I don't want him inside. Oh, you just. Well, he's not going to be in the hut itself. Okay, good. But he'll probably stand in the doorway of the chieftain's. Burnt yeah. out hut. Yeah, that's great. So he's invisible to the party. All right. Uh, I don't know he's there. Uh, you can definitely see him. <laughs> oh, okay. Yep. Everybody you can. Are. So I see him? Yep. I'm just like, um, <laughs> yeah, so, I, I, I kind of look at DF and do the, uh, like, DF, several <laughs> questions. So, um, <laughs> likewise. So I'll enter the hut and then. Close the flap? <laughs> there's, no, there's no flap. You're just walking through a force oh, field. Okay. 
Um, but you can darken the inside of it so that it's not easy to see what's going inside. Tinted well, windows. Tinted windows. Hmm. More curious is, <laughs> does sound leave the hut? Yes. I'm pretty sure. But there's like wind blowing outside and, you know, okay. blizzard conditions. So. Okay, so as soon as, as, soon as I get in, um, I'll, I'm going to grab uh, some some parchment and a pen and like kind of who, who's awake right now? Paulton, you're awake. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm awake. Yeah, Strix is asleep too. Evelyn's definitely asleep. Yeah, yeah. So like I'll, I'll grab some par- some some parchment and like do a quick scribble on there and just kind of hold it up to Paulton and Cozen who are still awake. And it just says things are worse. <laughs> I just I see that I'm just like yeah same alright so then I'll, I'll kind of huddle them close and keep our voices low so hopefully that they are drowned out by the wind that is outside so this Dow can't hear us yeah <clears throat> there's also evil in sort of snoring slash singing in your sleep so <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's impossible to sleep in this hut <laughs> with all that every once in a while she sighs contentedly <sighs> and strix will elbow her <laughs> probably used to that by now palton sir Obviously, I don't need to explain anything to you, since you seem to know already. Mm-hmm. Can I just like kind of gather what's going on from that? Yeah, I'll I'll uh, do like a quick rundown quietly to Cozen and Paulton about that and how he very desperately wants this iron golem to bring it back to Azon Bronzefire. It's like, and, yeah, I know. And I'm basically saying we cannot let him have this iron golem. Whatever we can to sabotage it, destroy it, or just come forget. <laughs> <laughs> we cannot let him know. We cannot let him get this. You have, you know, assuming everything goes to plan, so, you know, don't count on it. But Nothing no. ever goes to plan. You know, if, the, if Megara in the flask can melt the adamantine heart that powers the Colossus, she can certainly take care of an iron golem. And then she's unbound and causing untold destruction in the uh, in the mountain. So, really up to you. Right. No matter what, he can't have that golem. We are absolute. We're just going to be using him and his abilities to assist us. Hmm. In in the stealth part, Chris, would it be beneficial for me to, if I haven't already, share like the stuff I know? Uh, that's. Uh, you you think it would be beneficial for them to have that information, so... Okay, um, I convey the thing. Okay. So, Paulton will tell you that uh, he saw a, a brand or glyph or mark inside the Iron Golem, signifying that it was created by Clan Bronze Fire. Um, and was told by Kaharek... Uh, after he got his lights punched out, uh, that uh, it was given to the giants to cement an alliance. 
all of that. And then, so based off what Paulton has told us, the golem itself cannot be activated or moved or whatever outside of control of the fire giants, but someone with any kind of magical ability has the capability to do so? Um, so Because it whoever, kind of sounds like, if he tells me all the adventures, it doesn't sound like Crack himself, Kaharik, was able to manipulate this golem or move it. So Actually, Kaharik was in control of the golem um, uh, what, before uh, he fled. Um, no. he, okay. had, he had, whoever activates it essentially controls it um, why, until it's deactivated. And then somebody else can try to activate it and control it. Um, but he needed Paulton yeah. slash Strix to... To basically to remove the fire giant override, which Strix did. You saw her do yeah. that. I didn't realize at the time. Yeah. Dwar- so they and Paulton also uh, tells you or rem- rem- remembers that it seemed clear based on Kaharik's tone that he was telling Paulton this because he didn't think. Uh, well, there was sort of an implied threat that this is not information that the Dow would like to see shared. Hmm. He, the Dow sort of assumed that Paulton figured it out on his own as soon as he saw the mark. So if, if theoretically this golem was given by the dwarves to the giants to cement By a line. specific dwarf clan in hmm. Citadel Adbar to cement a secret alliance. Uh, well, boys, we got a traitor. Yeah, or, you, sure. or I should say, you have a traitor. Like this. I was this, is, this is your problem. Yeah, I didn't trust him from the start. Either way, Paulton, thank you for sharing the information. This is vital. No matter what, he can't get that back. If there's someone inside Citadel Atbar, there are far more threats here than we're prepared, prepared to deal with. But if we can at least use Kaharak to help us succeed in this one mission and take out the Iron Golem at the same time, then great. We did everything we need to. We can get out of here. We'll, we'll try. We'll made it, made it look like we're trying, but he cannot succeed in getting that Golem back. So that said, hmm. uh, good night. <laughs> Same. All right. the the rest of the night uh, passes uneventfully and you awake in the morning refreshed with uh, um, all your your resources oh the, everything's better feels so good mm. I can run away uh, again <laughs> you, re, you regain half of your spent hit dice Feels so nice to be able to run away again. Okay. By the Everyone way, we wake up. Do we yep. see this <laughs> Dow standing? Yes. <laughs> yes. You see the Dow standing outside the hut, um, keeping watch. You can see snow is still falling, but the, most of the wind has abated, so the snow is more or less coming straight down as sort of big fluffy flakes. The sky overhead is gray, um, thick with clouds. So once I see uh, see him, I'll immediately explain to Strix and Evelyn and Jasper. It's like, no, it's not what you think. This is Kaharik. You probably better know him as Crack. And he's actually here to assist us. Remember that iron golem? He just wants that out. And everything he will do will help make sure that 
we get in here and succeed in our mission. And then he gets the golem. Boink. <laughs> and that's it. He's here to help. Do you have something in your eye? Yes. <laughs> oh, that's that's too bad. Would Strix recognize this as a weird planar creature that she does not trust? Yeah. Uh, so, Strix, you can make an arcana check yeah. to rattle through your noggin to see what you know about Dao. Okay. Oh, 20. Oh, nicely done. So, you know that Dao are greedy, malicious genies from the elemental plane of Earth. Um, they are very fond of gems, precious metals. Uh, they can fly, uh, their lower bodies transforming into columns of swirling sand as they do. Uh, they typically live underground or in glittering ore-veined caverns, palaces. Uh, they never assist mortals unless they have something to gain, preferably treasure or freedom. And uh, other races native to the elemental plane of Earth avoid the Tao because they're always seeking new slaves uh, to mine out their maze works and their floating Earth islands. They're very proud slavers. Um, if this one has been bound to the Bronze Fire clan, um, it will stop at nothing to gain its freedom. Hmm. Got it. I will not relay that <laughs> to my party. <laughs> uh, you also know a few things about Dao and their magical abilities. Um, they can glide through Earth. They can summon elementals, and they have a host, a raft of um, abilities, including the ability to translate languages magically and to pass through stone. So he's incredibly powerful. Uh, on the on the sort of genie scale, yeah, he's comparable to a genie or an afrit or a marid um, in terms of strength. Those are all scary. Uh, but they are certainly more powerful than you individually. Right. All right. Strix will not tell the party that and just, just to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Which is what Strix does when she wakes up. So everything's normal. Right. <laughs> yeah, we notice nothing. <laughs> Like, yep, good morning. Not even a little bit more flailing. Just like a little bit more than usual. Maybe some rolling around. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Well, I guess since it's the next morning, everyone's rested up. Yep. Let's, let's get back in there. Oh. All right, so just to clarify, I am supposed to make lots of noise. Right. And be super distracting. It's um, something you're really good at. All right, Evelyn, I just want to make sure. Elin, Strix, Palton, the three of you make your way around to that front door and do whatever whatever noise, whatever distractions, whatever explosions you need to make happen to get them to, to open that up. You draw them out. You do not engage. You simply bring them out. Don't try to fight them off. Don't try to kill them. Don't put yourselves in that grave of danger. Just draw them out. In the meantime, Koz and I will make our way to the inside, find this primordial or the flask, and use it to destroy the heart. What, what, about, the, what about the big guy? Yeah, yeah, I was wondering. Kaharik? I mean, if we want big threats, he'd be the biggest threat. I think Kaharik would be best making distractions at the front door. Distraction force! I saw him as crack. He can... Handle himself against fire giants pretty well. So him at the front lines, I think. Uh, I think that's where he'd be best. Okay. What is Let's his op- What is his opinion on that? <laughs> he says, "But then, how will I command the iron golem?" Well, 
that's what Colson and I are here for. In the chaos uh, following the meltdown, or presumed meltdown, or at least the theft of the flask, there will be plenty of time to sneak in and get the iron golem. Okay. Uh, Diath and uh, Kozen, whichever you as the higher persuasion check, make a check with advantage. I have plus six to persuasion. You win. And, okay. Um, right. <laughs> roll twice and take the higher result. 16. Okay. He says... I am a little dubious about this plan. <laughs> However, since we are all friends, yeah, there we and go. I will be able to enjoy the company of the beautiful Evelyn and the remarkable Strix, oh, I, will, I will do as you say and wait outside to greet the giants when the doors open. Excellent. And if I find some extra treasure in there, I'll be sure to grab some for you too. He says, but if things go awry... I cannot be held accountable for my actions, my anger. Hold up, what now? I think we are all accountable under the light of Lathander for our own actions and to preserve the beauty and the light in this world. So I'm sorry, I, I appreciate the compliments you gave me, but uh, <laughs> I just can't accept that. He says, the laws of mortals do not apply to me. I'm not talking about mortals. I am talking about the morning Lord Lathander. All praise and glory be to his holy name as he shines down upon us on today, the day of our Lord. I just continue. Okay. Are you guys stopping I, me? I, I, <laughs> I, I, Strix has given up. Usually you stop me like, like that. No, no, go on. <laughs> Strix has given up at this point. I offer helpfully that there will be many targets for his frustration. Yeah. Don't worry, Carhawk. I won't come to that. However, I do have one more favor to ask. Please. Now, I couldn't help but notice that when you were a crack, you had this incredible suit of armor. He says, oh, yes, yes. Now, is there any way that you could... Loan that to Evelyn? Reobtain that and loan it back out to Evelyn? Having two impervious threats would be better than just one. He says... Well, as this is a new day, sure, why not? He snaps his fingers, and the armor appears at Evelyn's feet. <gasps> Strix is like, I never get anything cool. As when this mission is over, of course, I will head back. Of course, of course, of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. See, now Evelyn, with that armor, once you make yourself invulnerable, you can go be as destructive and corrosive and distracting as you want. Wouldn't that be fun? Distraction force! Exactly. What do you want me to do? Uh, fireballs don't do anything. <laughs> no, but the explosions outside still should still gain their attention. All right. I think have... you should turn yourself into Strahd. That's always scary That's not going to work. <laughs> they, they must. No one own... believes I'm Strahd. They, mun, they must do. own stuff that can be set on fire. <gasps> that would be really dumb, just as an aside. If fire giants had like a couch that they could set on fire, every time well, they sat down, it'd just be on fire. Well, no, they're just impervious yeah. to heat. Gi- the fire giants themselves aren't made of fire, so they can sit on a couch just fine. It's just not their flavor. I'm dubious. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the, at the least, setting everything their, on fire. Their hellhounds, hurt. however, would almost certainly climb up on the couch. <laughs> and then catch it on fire. And then catch it bad on fire. dog, bad dog. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, not again. This is why we can't have nice things. 
Strix, I've seen him use polymorphs and the like. You can still use those to help quell whatever. Well, I mean, I, I can't polymorph anymore. Not yourself, but. Targets. Yeah, I can do others. Yeah, I can exactly. do that. If, if you can do that and make them into something harmless, sure. Even better. Oh, it can be equal to. Can you make to, them into yeah. something cute? Sure. Okay. I just ask. Yes. Oh yeah. What about we have to? Oh, we have to send waffles away. We can't have waffles here. No, um, she'll get lost. I'm getting to that. I turn to Jasper. So Jasper, should this fail, we've not heard from for however long it takes to get back to Citadel Dad Bar. I forgot how long, a week or whatever it is. You need to get back and alert your king and your king alone immediately what exactly is happening here. We're counting on you to get back and let him know what's going on. I will not fail. All right, with that, we need you to take little waffles. She's in danger here, and she'll be much safer back at Citadel Ad Bar. Please uh, be nice to waffles. Little meaty waffles. <laughs> They've met All right. her before. Well, well, they know. Yeah. So you spend about like five minutes adjusting the harness to fit yeah. around uh, Jasper's stout frame, and you sort of pack waffles in on the in the back of it because uh, the dwarf does not want this big fluffy owlbear blocking his line of vision. So yes, once you once you strap waffles in the back of the dwarf, uh, waffles starts like gnawing on his ears and his <laughs> and everything else. Strix will get give uh, some travel snooks. Yeah, Strix will go into her robes and just like make a little bundle of snacks and tie them up and pet waffles and be like, "It'll be okay. We'll be back soon. I'm so sorry, oh, Uncle Jasper. Take good care of you." Yes, Jasper. He will, right? It. Jasper, Jasper, a uh, uh, war hero of the the Silver Marches conflict, <laughs> now tasked delivering a baby Albert safely uh, back to the comforts of his home in Citadel Adbar, and he says this in this task he will not fail uh, uh, as he proceeds <laughs> to set out. And he grabs some weapons out of the snow, make sure he's got he's bristling with things he yeah. can throw at enemies. Excellent. And uh, one last favor, Jasper, before you go, I clearly had some kind of divine abilities if there's anything mm-hmm. that you can use to help assist us before we go in oh, that'd be great check. okay yeah he cast a mass heal spell on us didn't he he did uh now that you're healed up though that won't do you no oh. good um but let's see uh, mm-hmm. oh i know what he can do he <laughs> is going to cast a divination spell Contact his deity, Moradin, um, th- that is, uh, if, if you'll let him, uh, speak to and, and uh, determine uh, if this is a good idea or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, he'll ask a single question concerning a specific goal, event, or activity to occur within the next seven days and get a truthful reply. Uh, so the question he asks you is, is there a question you'd like Morden to answer? Knowing that this is coming directly from a trustworthy God. Okay. So not to Jasper, because I don't want this part asked, but do I have a general idea of how long it would take uh, these four to get down to like where those large front doors are? Oh, um, well, Evelyn can fly, so it won't take her terribly long. Everybody yeah. who's going down the stairs will probably, it'll probably take them about 30 minutes to get down to the doors. Okay. The question that I want answered is, 
in approximate in approximately 30 to 45 minutes from now where is the iron flask containing the primordial megara inside uh iron slag where can he i find thinks it? he has experience with being specific <laughs> okay. Uh, so where, let me get the question straight. Where is the iron flask that contains Megara inside iron, iron slag? Okay. In 30 to 45 in minutes. 30 to 45 minutes, yeah. It could, could be in 30, around. right, right, yes. Where do you expect it to be? Uh, so the response that Jasper gets back and uh, 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 he sort of, um, this, uh, light seems to well up inside of Jasper and kind of bleed out through his eyes and mouth, and it looks like a fire light Ooh. when he does it. Why can't you and do that, Evelyn? I, the light is inside me. If you mm -hmm. can't see it, then you're just not looking hard enough. Yeah. Uh -huh. And his is more of a burning fire, whereas yours is more like a holy light fire. Uh, but uh, And he speaks uh, with great authority on this matter and says... Megara is not in the flask. She is in the forge. The flask is in the drow's clutches. Hmm. And they are close. Mm. Oh, God, we're going to die! She's <laughs> <laughs> just going to throw herself on the ground. <laughs> And then the dwarf looks up at you, uh, specifically Strix, eyes burning like fire, and says, very close. <laughs> and then the fire and light just seems to leave him, and he's Jasper again. Your God is me! <laughs> I don't like your God. Pick a new uh, one. You, you all hear this. God. All right, yes, it's time to go. Right? They're close. The drow are close. You heard Bernie McBurn face. Oh, are you praying? Are you praying to Lathander? Here, I'll help you. No. Dear Lathander, in your infinite mercy. Stop. Cozen. Megara <sighs> mm. was put into this flask. How exactly was that done? And can it be done again? Do I, do I know that, Chris? Uh, yes, because you were there. Um, uh, the flask, uh, which you took into Gauntelgrim uh, and used it to capture the primordial, uh, it, is, uh, it is a powerful, like, a legendary magic item. Um, and you can use an action to speak the flask's command word, which you would know, mm. uh, targeting a creature that you can see within 60 feet of you. If the target is native to a plane of existence other than the one you're on, it must make a successful wisdom saving throw or be trapped in the flask. So I say it can be done again. Yeah, and only one creature can be in the flask at a given time. Only one um, creature. So if the flask is empty, then it could be used to trap her again. Yes, or the Dow, you know. I, or I don't, I don't or any other creature that you target that fails at save. All right. I know, I know the command word, yeah. yes. And here's the best part. Um, you can then use an action to remove the flask stopper and release the creature the flask contains. That creature is then friendly to you and your oh. companions for one hour, obeying your commands for that duration. All right. Um, if it gets no commands, it defends itself, but otherwise does nothing. Huh. For that duration. Right, After that duration, it just it's normal. <clears throat> itself. On the off chance that 
I don't make it because I hear (laughs) (laughs) I hear that's a possibility. I'm going to mention the command word to DF. Okay. And the command word. I don't know what you're worried about. You'll be fine. Sure, sure. (laughs) No, you'll be fine. But if the two of us know the command word, that's twice the chances that we'll be able to use to to get Megara back in. Right. All I care about is just if something's happened to you, I can do it. Or something happens to me, you can do it. Sure. Strix is still running around saying we're all going to die and she runs up to Kozin and shakes him and says you're going to die first! (laughs) (laughs) And runs away. I, again, just look off into the distance (laughs) as though I always knew it was going to end this (laughs) way. Very, very good. It's daylight now, right? Uh, Yes, it is morning. All right, well, I'll casually also mention while tugging my hood up over my eyes that uh, if we're outside and it's daylight, the drow will be at a significant disadvantage since they don't typically deal with the sun. Mm-hmm. Right. I want to hear this command word. Yeah. The command word is Zerith. Zerith? Yep. That's also the name of the matron mother of your house, cousin. Yeah, so just start listing off swears. You'll get it. Got it. <laughs> All right. About first things first, we need that flask, and if your allies are nearby, we have to get it back from them. Sounds fine. Should we get ready for them, like set traps or something, if they're close? I aid that if they're close, they'll be sticking to the darkest places they can find. Yeah, if they, uh, Kozen, you know, if they exit the way they came in, they're going to sort of pass right by you. Um, They're going to probably, now that they had their levitate spell back, they'll probably levitate up the shaft, make their way out into the Akfolk village, and then down the mountainside, um, working as quickly to get back to the tunnels to the Underdark as they can. Right. They'll be in a hurry, they'll be distracted, and they'll be at a severe disadvantage when they're passing by. Uh, So will I, for the record. You know, I don't prefer sun either yeah it seems to hurt you just like even though you're you cover your eyes um yeah no it it, it stings and burns yeah, yeah so you know i give df a gentle pat on the shoulder you know all you or mostly you all right if you happen to know where you if you know where they're going to be coming from that's exactly where we can set up our ambush all right i relay yeah. that information okay so yeah, they're they're going to come up. If if he's right, they're going to come up into the Akfolk village, emerging the same way you did. All right, and then probably descend the stairs. And that's exactly where we can set up. So as soon as they're out, possibly, Cousin, how mad do you think would they would be at you? Would they? It's like, are you a, are you a kill on sight? <laughs> at this point in time, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. No, Never mind. This uh, you you. I mean, you saw it. It yeah. didn't go well. All right. That's all right. Well, then I'm going to give you a good time, get you, give you the fight of your life. Hmm. Just one request. Certainly. If possible, try to incapacitate Beerith. Let her, you know, rough her up a little, but if I can be alive to see it happen, if she can be alive to see it happen, I would very much like that. You really don't like that person. Oh, no, this is pretty typical for us. <laughs> I'll turn back to the party. Everyone got that? Take out the others. Distraction but, but keep Beerus alive. If you can. If not, meh. 
right. We can do this. As soon as you obtain the flask, we can do this. Strix, it's a good thing you got those fireballs, right? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Drow burn. That drow catch on fire, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so uh, where are you uh, waiting for them? Did you say on the stairs? Uh, probably from where they'll emerge from the mountain. As oh, okay. They- so you'll be in the ruins of the Akvolk village, essentially hiding yeah. in the, the burnt-out shells. Of right. Don't leave them any dark space to hide in. Yeah. 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 So we'll position ourselves. So the, the, the opening from the mountain themselves will have Evelyn okay. and... Yeah, we'll say Evelyn and myself. So as soon as they come past us, we can immediately jump them. And then the rest of you from hiding amongst the, the ruins can then come out, blast them with your range attacks or spells or whatever it is you have. Hmm. I need to get up high. Can I see any place with a good foothold that I could be hidden? Um, yeah, there's. Uh, you could essentially hide on top of the wall surrounding the Yakfolk village uh, near where it meets the mountain. So <coughs> you'd, be, you'd be up higher and you'd have some cover if you were crouched down. All right, I will go up there then. Okay. Don't let them shoot you. Their bolts are poisoned. To be clear, I did and put I will on... cast mage armor. <laughs> <laughs> and, and blade ward. And you've got the armor on. Yeah, I put on the magic armor. Are you going to activate its invulnerability power or save that for later in the day? Um, this is a once to, per day thing. To be clear, it lasts for 10 minutes, yes. right? And right now, we're only expecting to fight the drow, not the bigger distraction of the fire giants. That would seem to be what you... <laughs> so I do not activate it yet. Okay. Um, Kaharik, I know this isn't quite into there, but if possible, would you be able to assist in us taking them down? So the faster we get them down, the faster we can get inside and get your iron golem back. Uh, he says, sorry, what? (laughs) (laughs) Three drow are coming out and we need to beat them up, but keep the one named, uh, yes, yes, yes. I will help you with your drow problem. Thank you very much. (laughs) Trust me, this will go fast. And then with all that, we'll. All right. To a position. To and fight. hide. Okay. I'd like uh, Diath and Evelyn, since they're the ones closest to the entrance, to make stealth checks. I'm going to give you both advantage because you've got lots of cover. Um, oh. And Diath's got his hand over Evelyn's mouth. So she wants the same <laughs> distraction for. <laughs> I got a 16. Okay. On stealth? Mm. Oh. This is good to have because Drow are pretty perceptive. All right. 21. Okay. Um, 22, sorry. That's low for me. The three drow emerge um, into the overcast day uh, through the doors. They pass right by Diath and Evelyn, oblivious uh, to the danger that is about to loom upon them. And at that point, Diath, Evelyn, you can come out and just start swinging. Surprise action. <laughs> you ready? It's like Buy the lot of a theater! <laughs> As we like do a slow motion, like leap out and just, <laughs> it does a thing where like uh, everything slows down, but then speeds right back up. Right, as we <laughs> <go>. <laughs> everything's 
Everybody roll yep. initiative. <laughs> exactly that. That's exactly what I was envisioning. Yeah. While you guys are doing that, Strix just slow motions over the wall like and uh as soon as things speed back up i roll a natural one on my my initiative so for initiative that gives me a three okay three wouldn't be a dice camera action without it (laughs) how did df do 20 20 how did strix do 18 halton 18 oh nice i i also got 18 well oh All right, so a bunch of you are going to act. Everybody else is acting simultaneously. Uh, and Wow, that's really weird. Kaharik also rolled an 18. Oh, remember that time everyone rolled a one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we still have that clip somewhere, I hope. Yep, so Jared, you get to attack first. Now, there, uh, one of them is clearly um, the uh, Virith, the female. She is physically bigger than the two males who are flanking her. Which target would you like to go after? So... In the midst of my slow motion leap to my quick eye scan, does it happen to spot this flask on any of them? Uh, yes, you can see that Virith has the flask uh, tied off to her belt. All right, great. Um, I'm going to go for a smaller one on the side. Okay. Uh, you'll be attacking Choss, although you don't know him personally, and make he your attack like rolls. Dick. I okay. failed to trip Choss, so, you know, get, get, get him fucking good. We, we owe him. Well, hopefully this will be a little better than a trip attack. You get, right. Okay, make your attacks. Is this, attack. is this a, a surprise attack, Chris Perkins? It sure is. <laughs> so would you say I have advantage on this attack roll? Uh, you sure do. <laughs> Jared's, Jared's so happy. Uh, and then he rolled. 25. Hit him. So, since this was such a sneaky attack, (laughs) I will be rolling my sneak attack damage. Right. Oh, <laughs> when are you ever going to be like, yes? I don't think I've heard you be like, yes. Three like, ones showed it's, up. <laughs> it's always that sound of just, ha. Oh, oh. <laughs> never. my life. It's never like a happy, like, I did it. Uh, total 18. Oh, okay. Uh, that clearly de- deals him a nasty, grievous wound, uh, and he calls out with surprise and pain, uh, and you are now right next to him. Uh, Evelyn, uh, you go next, because this is a sort of a surprise round. I am wielding the heart of Spinelli. Yeah. And I am just confirming what I wrote down. Yeah. I have, it does 2d6 fire damage if I ignite it. Is that right? Uh, that is correct. And I can only ignite it once? No, you can do that as often as you like. And it's you don't have to declare that you're doing the fire damage until you hit. Oh, sick. So I can ignite it a bajillion yep. times. Yep. Uh, so you can give it item. holy fire. Yeah. The holy right. heart of Spinelli. All right, my first attack now, is... Now, who, who are you attacking? Are you attacking uh, one of the bodyguards? The same bodyguard that Dieth attacked or a different one? Like, um, I Can I... Hmm. Yeah, different different bodyguard okay you're attacking zadath and is the attack bonus the same as with my battle axe uh yes cool so then i roll a oh sorry you you blacked out i roll a 15 on my attack okay uh would you say her attack has advantage to chris perkins because it's so sneaky 
It's super uh, sneaky. Yes, you have advantage. So also, just again. like really scary. It's more scary than sneaky because this like giant ball of light is falling out of the sky with a flaming sword. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and make <laughs> that it increases it by one oh, okay. to a sixteen. All right, uh, that is deflected. Well, um, poo. Do I yep. get two ac- two attacks? You sure do. <laughs> Yay! Another swipe. That one was just to look scary. And I ro- do I get an advantage on the second attack? Uh, no. Huh. Well, <laughs> it's worth a Both try. are scary. Fifteen. Okay, that too. Uh, he dodges out of the way of. I missed my battle axe. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and now it's the regular initiative count. Uh, DF, uh, they are no longer surprised by you. Uh, what would you like to do? Stab again. Okay, <laughs> go for it. Just uh, This is just a regular sword attack. Yep. Uh, so same target. I don't think 14 is going to do it. No. He blocks that with his small shield. All right, and then with that, I'm going to use my cunning action to disengage. <laughs> okay. And then uh, make my way towards where my rest of the party is waiting for the ambush. Very good. All right. So DF goes skirting off through the snow, um, uh, leaving Evelyn staring down three <laughs> row. Uh, uh, next up, Kozen. Uh, all right. Am I in line of sight of Virith? Yes. All right, I am going to take my trusty little hand crossbow and try to shoot her with it. Okay. With a poison dart. Sounds good. All right, and I rolled a, a, a four. Did a four hit? <laughs> okay, your bolt goes slightly astray. But only only slightly, so it was close. Yes, not even. Um, oh. Yes, it flew off into the snow. Uh, and she recognizes it immediately and locks eyes with you for a moment. Uh, and then Strix. All right. Um, I'm concerned about breaking the flask with a fireball. It's an so, iron flask. Okay, so it won't break. Nope. Okay, that broke fireballs for everyone. So you drop a <laughs> fireball. <laughs> Whee! I assume sort of not enveloping uh, or safely yeah, enveloping safe- Evelyn. Yeah, I'll do my careful spell and make okay. sure that no one gets messed so Evelyn, up. Evelyn, you are engulfed in a fireball, but all the firelight just plays around you. She know, she's I used to it at this dance. point. All right, roll your damage. All right. Oh, come on. You'll Hopefully be pleased to know they ones. all failed. Oh, good. Ooh. All right. Strix They're is so, so happy about this. Uh, Uh, 28. 28 points of damage for everybody. Yay. All right. That's pretty good. That bloodies Choss, and he's just sort of a burnt wreck at this point. Most of his hair is burnt like off. Like the bitch he is. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, also wow. duck, I'll also duck back behind the wall, like, boop. <laughs> Can't see me. Yeah. All right. Uh, Virith is fuming, uh, literally and figuratively. Uh, after that blast. So as the fire abates and is gone, there are just three smoldering but still standing drow. All the snow around them is just been <laughs> reduced to puddles of water. Um, all right. And uh, uh, as the smoke uh, lifts, Paulton, what would you like to do? Um, I would like to... 
is this the team distraction force moment or are we is that holding <laughs> off? I can't remember what phase of the plan This is in. the distraction warm up. This, okay. this is they defeat them and obtain the flask, but don't kill Vera in the middle. And which if one is can. looking which one's looking messed up? Uh, one of the bodyguards. The one that I stabbed. Yep. Yes, pray. That one we want to kill? Yeah. Yeah. So he can die. Oh, cool. All right. Um, let's go ahead. Let me see here. Uh, am I able to cast Dissonant Whispers on a higher level? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, I believe so. Okay. Double checking. I think you have before. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I just always forget which one can. Right. I think that's the one. Dissonance. on a uh, Dissonant Whispers, yes, you can elevate that. And you do an extra D6 for each level above first. Cool. Then let's let's uh, let's do that at a... Eh, they're looking pretty messed up. Uh, he, well, it's hard to say. Uh, definitely mm -hmm. that, that one guy is, is bloodied, so he's lost more than half his hit points. All right, let's do it at level three. Okay, so you're going to do 5D6 psychic damage. He's got to make a wisdom saving throw, which he failed. Ooh. Pop it. Okay. Pop his brain. Fucking chaos. He's going to take it all. That was five? Uh, uh, five, five D6? Five D6, yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, Chaos is kind of sucking right now. Uh, 16. Okay. Uh, after hearing these horrible, horrible voices in his head, uh, he is still alive, but there's like blood coming out of the orifices of oh, his God. skull. Like, neat. Yeah. Uh, Should have taken the fall, Choss. He does not look good. <laughs> it looks like uh, any serious blow might take him down at this point. Um, Kaharik goes next, and he is going to cast a spell as well. Uh, he's going to cast... He's not going to fuck around. He's going to cast... Um, uh, do, 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 do. Phantasmal Killer. Oh, oh Jesus. Good thing okay. he's using that spell slot now. Yeah. <laughs> Just go ahead. Um, well, first he says, he, he looks at DF running toward him and he says, uh, Which one do you want me to take out? <laughs> not the middle one. All right, then. Uh, he will take out the one who's not quite so um, charred. Charred, yes. Uh, taps into the nightmares of the creature, uh, creating an illusory manifestation of the Darao's worst fears. Uh, so Zadath rolled a natural one on his saving throw. Uh, he is now frightened beyond belief, and at the end of each of his turns, he's going to take psychic damage until he dies. Oh, God. Should have fucking Zadath. Can give them all a bad time. Yeah. So suddenly, uh, Zadath is stricken and frightened by Phantasmal Killer. What does and, he see as a point of interest? Uh, you actually can't see what it is that scares the shit out of him. Only I, he no, sees. No, I'm just curious because you know everything because you're the dungeon yes. master. <laughs> yes. Um. So what would Zadath fear? Let me think. Hmm. He's a drow. White uh, people. <laughs> oh my god I, I don't have anything to top that alright <laughs> and we're running out of time uh, the drow go next Virith 
will pull forth the flask. And she will attempt to trap Kaharek. Oh, we should have thought of that. I did. Oh. He is clearly the biggest threat here. Um, to her, in her view, anyway. And now he has to make a wisdom saving throw. All right. Uh, What? I'm trying to decide if I want to stop here or tell you what happened. Ah! Oh, no! <laughs> Come on! That's so mean! All right. She holds up the flask and tries to trap Kaharik, uh in the flask. Kaharik succeeds on his saving throw. She does not capture him, at which point she puts the stopper back in and says, I surrender. Ooh. Oh. Hmm. And that's where we'll stop. Oh, oh no! Oh, that's way that's more a, interesting. Yeah, that's a, a high-ish note, maybe. Drow, yeah. don't surrender. They're gonna kill us. <laughs> it's it's fine. I, I get the hand signal for it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. And the wink. Okay. And a, little, and a little wink, just to reassure. Yep. Everyone. Yep. Uh, quick question for Sam: Can you make it next week? Yes. Splendid. All right. So the wackiness will resume next week, and we'll see uh, how the Waffle Crew's second plan. Unfolds. What is out of, out of curiosity? What is the longest a uh, guest has survived? Oh, geez. Um, we had like, one consecutively? return. Yeah, consecutively, not long. Uh, three episodes. Is the, right. conse- it's the consecutive run. So next next yeah. next week is well, actually Harshnag didn't survive the third episode. So two episodes. So if you survive the next one, you're the you record holder. Yes. Yeah. All, right. All right, boys. We will be sure to bog down the action with as much role playing as possible. <laughs> yeah, so like, that you got a shot. Oh wait, what about D? Well, D, we D was know. non-consecutive. She was in a lot of non-consecutive uh, episodes. You don't know what happened to her. You do know also that. D? Yeah, what about D? Don't talk to Paul about D. Um, and then uh, uh, Aram Vartian, the werewolf, uh, Emil. He was in non-consecutive yeah. episodes, and he survived for three, I think. All right. Yeah. So, this this is it, boys. Yeah. Oof. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh man. Thanks, team. Yeah, good work. Distraction folks. <laughs> I I uh, yeah. Someone uh, already made us a cool Tron looking distraction force logo on Twitter. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh I also want to point out that I saw a new Twitch name in the chat. Uh their name was DF's Lost Dagger. I saw that. It <laughs> <laughs> was like a discarded dagger. Found them. Maybe it's not a new Twitch name and you just found it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hashtag Diaz Last Dagger. Amazing. Okay. Uh, anybody got anything they want to share before we bail for the week? Ooh, I've been streaming every Thursday. Come hang out. Yay. Anna's proud of me, obviously. <laughs> I am. I really like watching your streams. Yay. I uh, unfortunately will not be joining next week because I'm prepping up to start yep. the uh, Cool and Good Tour. So last time I'll be reminded people, but we'll be playing at the Masquerade in Atlanta, Georgia, Sunday the 28th, I believe. And then the social in Orlando Saturday, the 27th. I said that backwards, which is really dumb for promotion, but whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you're in Florida or Georgia next week, come hang out. It's going to be a good time. Yay. Yay. Cool. Uh, in case you guys hadn't seen the official announcements from Wizards of the Coast, the stream of Annihilation is coming up. 
uh, in case you didn't hear about this, there's going to be a huge uh, streaming marathon throughout the weekend of June uh, 2nd and 3rd uh, from Wizards of the Coast. And some certain Waffle Crew members will be joining this massive stream. Anna, you're hosting it, aren't you? I am. Yeah. Yeah. So Anna will be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. Nate will be doing a show. Yeah. Nate, probably doing a show. I, I am the worst person. I don't, <laughs> don't go to anything. I'm sorry. Uh, it's just it's assume part of I, RP now. Yeah, yes, assume yes. I, I'm blacked out somewhere. <laughs> there was a there was discussion about possibly doing a dice camera action from there. We'll have to see. But also, session number 50 is coming up that sure same is. week. So we'll have to yeah. see from there. Yeah. Uh, so be sure to tune into that live stream. I'm really excited for it. Yeah. Uh, coming up from yeah. uh, Seattle. Uh, Currently, the uh, episode 50 will be the Tuesday before the big live Bonanza yeah. crazy stream of annihilation wackiness. Dude, you artists out there who always create cool stuff, I think someone should create like box art for the 50th episode. <laughs> <laughs> like the movie poster of the 50th episode, yeah. you know? There you go. I would love to see that. Yeah, uh, Stream of Annihilation is really exciting and coming up. There's also tons of other exciting things coming up for me. It's a crazy month. Um, most immediately, I will be playing my Misclicks D&D episode right after this on twitch.tv slash M-I-S-S-C-L-I-K-S if you want to tune into that where I play a bard. Um, we also have the Mr. Rogers Marathon going on on Twitch. And outside of being a Twitch employee, I just recommend watching it because it's pure. it's the purest thing on the internet right now. And it's beautiful and makes me feel happy. Um, and then also we have Twitch Unity coming up on the 26th, which is just a day that Twitch is setting aside to encourage people to talk about inclusivity and diversity and positive culture and why we all need each other and why it's important to welcome everyone. So if you are a streamer or a content creator, we uh, invite you to, to create some content on that day. Or if you're a viewer um, or like to hang out with positive people, go and support the people who are doing that on Twitch. Uh, I think it's still going on. My book, City Stained Red, is the current Kindle daily deal. So oh, yeah. If you want to spend $3 to get a year's work of my life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he said. That, that, would, that would be so great. <laughs> if you are in Arizona, I'll be at Phoenix Comic Con next week. And well, that's heading. I will be drunk for half of it. <laughs> and if you catch me on the times when I am not, I would love to see you. Also, right. your tweets are hilarious. Your tweets always make me laugh. I, the, They're so funny. <laughs> I, 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 I tweet against the void. Yeah, yeah. Buy my book. It's how, <laughs> buy my book. And owls, if you want to know about owls and where they live. Yeah. 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 Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Wool Wednesday. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, we're we're a minute and a half out of Anna's oh, minute out of Anna's next game. So Sorry, let's Anna. all say goodbye and Bye. see you all next week. Except Nathan. Um, talk to you then. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dice Camera Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash DND every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com. Until next week, happy hunting. Happy hunting.